Welcome everyone to episode two of my house and home podcast. Today's episode is kind of titled clutter and why it's hurting us. So as I said in my first um, intro podcast episode one, I knew I was going to focus on clutter today because it, it is a big a big issue and, and I'm going to explain why I keep hopping on it. Uh, you know, why do I say that clutter in our homes uh, are, you know, is bad for us? Well, I really believe that clutter in our environment, it, it triggers stress and anxiety, but, but we really don't realize that it's doing that to us. It's kind of subconscious and, and the clutter kind of just grows around us and, and we get immune to it. So I want you to think about, you know, a day when you came home from the, from wherever and you were already, you know, stressed by whatever happened in your day and you come in the door and the first thing you notice is the house looks like, you know, a bomb went off. Now, I want to clarify that because there's degrees of clutter and, and how we personally take it. Some people have a much higher tolerance uh, for clutter than others. And so you may say, well, you know, uh, that really doesn't bother me. And that's fine. Um, you know, everybody has a different tolerance for clutter. But even a little bit of clutter can affect you in ways that you don't even realize. So that's something I do want to get into, you know, right now. So why does clutter, you know, cause us stress and anxiety? It kind of seems like a silly thing, but, you know, it makes us feel overwhelmed and out of control. It's too much stimulus. It's, you know, when you're sitting in your living room and there's piles of magazines and still, you know, coffee cups on the coffee table, you might say, well, I'll get to that later. But what you don't realize is it's it's in your peripheral vision. It's there, and your subconscious mind is is taking all of that in. So it's what it does is it's taking your attention and your energy away from what you could be and should probably be focusing on. And again, it it adds to your more you know more feeling of out of control. And we we all like to be in control. And it really prevents us from fully relaxing mentally and physically. And it even hinders your productivity, your creativity. You know, the less clutter in your space, the freer your mind is to focus on better things. It just makes it so much easier for your mind to look at what else could be going on in your life for good and and stop focusing on the clutter, even though you probably don't realize you're even focusing on the clutter. So what I want to do now is kind of just go over some really easy to implement quick decluttering tips. I'm not going to delve into them too deeply because there's so much information online about how to declutter, you know, to the nth degree. And and that's not my goal here. And again, my my promise to you is to keep these podcasts, you know, in small bite-sized pieces. So it's not an hour long thing that you have to listen to. I just think your time could be better spent implementing some of the quick things that I, I have to share. So, you know, it's, it's self-explanatory really, but sometimes I think we need to hear it again just to get us kind of moving and going and motivated. And I'm going to say it, get rid of the things you don't need or want. Recycle them, donate them, or toss them. And there are things that probably you should toss because they can't, they're not even worth donating. Uh, you know, I, I 
the quickest way for me and the easiest thing that I found is I take two trash bags and I walk around my house and one is for truly for trash that I'm going to throw out and the other one is to donate. And, uh, you know, sometimes I do it for 15 minutes. And honestly, I wish I did it every day. I don't, the, you know, truth be told, I don't, maybe once a week. But, you know, when you're first starting out, you may want to put a little more time into it. But I've been trying to keep up, but I still accumulate clutter, just like everybody else. Uh, but if you do that, I honestly believe you'll make such a dent and you won't believe the difference. So, you know, just take 15 minutes a day for that. And, and some people even use a timer. I don't. I just kind of, you know, scoot around and do it. But, you know, if you have to, use a timer. You know, you want to make it fun. You know, challenge yourself. But don't push yourself because then you'll quit. So, you know, I understand how hard it is to get rid of stuff, whether it be donate it, sell it, toss it, whatever. Uh, you know, we there's a fear. A fear of... Uh, oh, I might need this someday. That's one of my biggest problems. Or this has sentimental value to me. You know, how can I get rid of this? And granted, you, you shouldn't get rid of all your things that are sentimental. You know, store them away somewhere. And we'll get into the organization part of the things that you're going to keep in another podcast. But, uh, you know, be be really hard on yourself with the decision to get rid of something. You know, don't be fearful. And I know part of me also has this not fear, but embarrassment, if you will, like, why did I buy this in the first place? And I spent just such and such an amount of money, and now I don't even want it anymore. So you feel like you're, um, I don't know, that's the wrong thing to do to get rid of it, because you paid money for it. And, and I get that that's hard. But you need to understand the long term damage, maybe it's probably not the best word that keeping that item is doing in your life. And I'm going to get into this kind of psychology of that in a minute. So, you know, I, uh, what you want to do is get rid of as much as you can. Then you, you want to create specific places for the items that you often use. And there's a reason why I'm putting that in this podcast. That is part of the organization topic that I'm going to address. But right for now, you want to avoid, you know, open shelves you know, it's because these spaces just invite more clutter that is always vis visible to you versus a closet, a drawer, or a bin where you don't always see it. So you can keep things, but maybe out of sight on those items is the best way to go. And then try to get in the habit of, you know, after you use something, put it back in its place then. Or, you know, at the end of the day, take 10 minutes to run around in what I call mini declutter. Put things back in there proper space. But if you just have plain too much stuff for your space, you can't do that. So that brings us back full circle to you have to get rid of and corral the clutter. Uh, and, and for paperwork, you know, I know you get your mail and it's on the counter and there's a couple of things you have to address, a bill, whatever. You know, I keep a pending folder, just a, you know, a manila folder or, you know, any kind of folder type thing. And, you know, put everything in there that needs to be addressed, that can't be thrown out. And, and that kind of helps to corral the, the paper uh, clutter that you might have. And again, I'm going to repeat it. Make it fun. Challenge yourself. Five minutes, one bag a week, just something. And again, some weeks I don't even fill a whole bag because I've been keeping up with it, but I still get rid of stuff and I still donate my stuff. 
and what I want to point out too is awareness is the key. And, and the reason why is because so much of this is subconscious. The clutter is there and we just don't think it, it, it bothers us or that it matters. But believe me, it really does. So just becoming aware of the psychology of your environment will help you get motivated to start making the changes needed to have your home support your life and inner peace. Your home should be a place that you you can't wait to get back to. And when you open that door, you feel good. You shouldn't be embarrassed for someone to come to your door and you let them in. Your house should look neat and uncluttered. Our homes are really a reflection of us and our state of mind. And there are clues. So look around and ask yourself, is this amount of clutter something I can live with? Or does underneath it all, is it really bothering me? And, you know, what you want to do is start changing the energy of your space today. That is really what you're trying to do. Make your space give you positive energy and make you feel better about everything in your life. So, again, I hope that some of these ideas, you know, resonate with you and you take a long look and think hard about your clutter is it doing this to you maybe you don't have any clutter and lucky you uh you know then you've been keeping up and you don't you know you don't need to follow any of these but i suspect many of us do you know i see this again going back to my real estate background uh i watch people moving out of their homes once we've got gotten under contract and they're so overwhelmed with all the stuff that they either have to get rid of or pack up and they're they're inevitably they say to me I wish I dealt with this sooner so do it now even if you don't plan to move for 10 more years you're doing yourself a big favor by addressing the clutter now and keeping it up and I think you can do it in many chunks don't wait till you're moving when you have a week to do it and I watch people go through that and and it's a a painful experience when they're pressed for time like that and they can't uh, they just have to weed through all of this stuff you know over the years we've all accumulated it and and now is the time to take a more minimal minimalistic uh, view of our lives and simplify I'm all about the simple so again thanks for listening today I hope you'll come back and pick up episode three we'll talk more about organization in episode three and you can always message me i welcome your feedback and your uh, suggestions for topics of things you may want to hear about and you can always reach me uh on my facebook business page facebook business page global real estate by cheryl thanks again and i hope the energy in your space starts to really improve